When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. It took a brush with cancer to get Philip Pappas's mind off of a career in physics and focused on a career in bluegrass music. He and his wife Lauren now form the duo Mountain Natives, and their debut album, Essential, is filled with songs born from a place of gratitude and hope. Mountains of adversity can be thrown into the sea is their motto, and they are my guests on this next edition on Americana Music Profiles. So hi, Philip and Lauren. Welcome to the podcast this afternoon. It's good to be talking with you guys. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you so much. And you guys are in Dallas-Fort Worth, is that right? That's correct, yes. Yeah, awesome. Um, so you have an interesting story, and I definitely want to uh, talk about that here in a moment. But um, if you don't mind, Philip, give me uh, some quick background leading up to uh, about your music leading up to the point where you and Lauren met each other. How did you get started? Absolutely. Well, I, I started playing guitar and when I was 16. Got a nice little electric guitar. It's like a little Stratocaster. And I, I was playing around and, and just like garage bands and stuff like that with my friends. And, um, and I ended up graduating with my bachelor's in physics and my minor in math. And, and um, I was looking, looking for uh, a physics job. And um, while I was doing it, I, I ended up seeing a lot of, a lot of people come into work and really they just, they didn't seem very happy until mm-hmm. they started talking about their, until they started talking about their vacation. <laughs> yep. And, and I, I realized that I, I didn't want to be that guy who really lived and existed for his, his vacations. I right. really wanted to enjoy working, whatever that is. Whatever I work hard at, I'll enjoy. Um, and I wasn't really sure sure where that would take me, and I ended up, uh, I ended up meeting Lauren, and um, yeah, and we, we wanted we wanted to do music after that and that really helped because uh she had noticed she noticed this big old mole on my on my shoulder and she said, Hey, I need you to check that out. Mhm. So, so, you know, I figure I'm a guy, I've got, you know, all kinds of hair and moles and stuff. <laughs> a guy, whatever. I go into the dermatologist and and he ends up 
you know, he cuts it off, he biopsies it, and I find out that I have malignant melanoma. And wow. I, I was only 27 at the time, yeah. and I really didn't want to join the 27 club. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, so I ended up having, you know, surgery for it. I had a bunch of people pray for me, and they cut me open. I've got this nice, uh, nice 5-inch scar, and, um, you know, I'm cancer-free, which is awesome. Yeah. Like, it didn't spread... It didn't spread. It didn't go anywhere. That's crazy. But after that, yeah, thank you. After that, I realized that uh, Lauren and I should, we should definitely do music together and and enjoy life and and have fun doing it. And so that's that's why we're called. That's why our band is called Mountain Natives because we're native to obstacles and we're native to troubles. But we believe that even if you have a burden on your shoulder you can you can absolutely overcome it sure yeah yeah that that's that's an awesome story and, and a great testimony um lauren were you playing music or had uh been involved in some sort of music prior to you guys meeting initially yeah um my dad has always been a musician he has this um Attention for white Stratocasters, and mm-hmm. um, and uh, he's got my grandpa's 1965 Martin, and I would always play those when I was, you know, hanging out with him. And um, he got me a guitar when I was 14, and I kind of taught myself and would jam with him and would songwrite. And Phyllis and I actually met at an open mic in okay. Texas. Yeah, I wanted to ask you that. That's cool. Yeah, and I I was going to school in Georgia at the time at the University of Georgia, and I was visiting my dad in Texas. Hmm. And so he and I actually didn't get back together again, like meet again, until I moved back a couple years later. Wow. Um, yeah, so, but we had met, you know, and, well, I guess stalk each other on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you kept in touch when, when you went back home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess did we? I guess we 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 kept the connection, but I don't know if there was any correspondence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I I uh I just have a you know like like a lot of people, you just have a bunch of friends on Facebook that you don't really connect. You don't really connect with right. on a daily basis. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just pop up, but when she uh she Facebook messaged me just out of the blue then it was like who's this girl yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you remembered me enough to find oh, me absolutely like, yeah what's your name yeah. <laughs> so so the so you guys were playing together uh how long before you recognized that that you had this this medical uh mole that you needed to have investigated um six months yeah about six months yeah. we had we had uh Played some, I guess, some smaller shows at coffee houses and other, other places. But um, yeah. So the the influence of your music um, is this. It's it's a it's Americana. It's um, I got some. Uh, it's got some um, kind of old time uh, folk, uh, maybe a little bit of bluegrass flavors in there. Uh, is that? Uh, is that how you would describe it? What, how, what do you guys call it? What, what do you do? What's the inspiration behind the songs that you guys do? 
Yeah, so we we generally like to play um, uh, mostly acoustic. I usually play acoustic guitar, and Lauren plays a charango. I'll tell you about that. Um, a charango. You would say charango. Yes, charango. Charango. It's a ten-string instrument from Peru. Okay. Uh, similar tuning to a ukulele, but all the strings are doubled. Hmm. And uh, sounds more like a mandolin because it uh, has more strings than a ukulele, and then a rounded back, so it catches the sound and pushes it forward a little better. Hmm. It's really pretty. Is the, it, all the strings are nylon. Is it hard to play? Harder than any other particular stringed instrument? Um, I'm a tiny person, so it's easy for me to play. Um, it's small, and a lot of people, when they hold it, they're like, wow, this is very small and awkward because um, the head of it has so many um, keys that it, it, it's heavier than the body of the instrument. So there's this awkward, whoa, I wasn't expecting the weight to be on that end. Let me first get a hold of it. Hmm. But it's not awkward for me. It's actually a lot easier because I'm. it fits me. I'm, yeah, I'm small, so <laughs> it's small, yeah. What made you pick that instrument up? I traveled to Peru in 2006 for a study abroad. And that was my major was Romance Languages, Spanish and French Linguistics. So I speak both Spanish and French and I don't know, I was just really connected to the culture there and uh, loved even the flutes and the other nylon-stringed instruments. And so mm-hmm. um, I got it while I was there, and I just taught myself how to play it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like like we try to try to be really... Um, we, we have some songs, older songs from our last record, like Bird Like You, which was more jazz-influenced, and... You know, well, with a charango, it, it lends itself to almost like a bluegrass kind of vibe, which is mm-hmm. really exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and for for this for the record that we just put out, we call each other home. We uh, we work at a we work at a studio um, in Dallas called Drive Thirty Five Studio, and um, we the the owner he's actually um, his family's from Mexico. And he can play uh, congas, and so we just said, said, "Hey, it would be awesome if you would play congas on some of these songs." And so it added, it added a little bit of a Latin there, but it didn't go so far as to sound Latin. It had kind of like a, like a I think American music is all about that mixing of cultures, yeah. like in Memphis, where you had all so many different cultures connecting to to create all those styles and. Yeah. Where did the the um, uh, so so I'm guessing that you grew up in Texas. Are you a Texas native? Yeah. 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 So the 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 mountain uh, and you kind of alluded to that earlier about overcoming mountains as as part of uh, who you guys feel like you are at this stage with you know overcoming the cancer. I'm wondering if mm-hmm. there's a dual meaning though. Does the uh, where does the other aspect of the mountain influence come in um, with the with the folk bluegrass tendencies that we've been talking about, you know, kind of leans itself to mountain-influenced music? Is that part of it as well for you guys? Absolutely, yeah. We we absolutely love a lot of those, those, old, um, those old Appalachian style music. It's gorgeous and incredible. Where did that... 
Where did that exposure come from for for either one of you? Um, for for me, there was there were some radio shows late at night that would that would play. Yeah, it was really fun to just have have those uh, have that on and just listen to it. It was just so much so much more different than everything else that was on the radio. Mm -hmm. It was exciting, but I was also I was actually born in New Mexico. Hmm. Um, and okay. so we would go back, we, we go back every, every year, um, for Christmas and there's, there's something about like, it takes, it takes from, for us in Dallas there, where there are zero mountains, mm-hmm. you, right. <laughs> you, you just drive and it gets drier and drier and then you start going through the mountains and it's this incredible, um, incredible, I mean, it takes 10 hours just to get, um, Basically, from Dallas to to New Mexico, all the way through El Paso and hmm. and, and that, and it's um it's a it's a gorgeous drive through the mountains, and so we've always always just loved like going and seeing my grandparents and hiking in the mountains. It's it's a really it's a really special time. Yeah, yeah. Um, the music that's on. Uh, so you have a. You had a debut album called Essential, is that correct? That is correct, yeah. yeah it came out in 2015. And then uh, tell tell us the name of the new one again. Uh, the new one is, is has five songs called We Call Each Other Home. And, and are these originals for you guys? Did you guys write these songs? They are. We got to write them together. Yeah, that's um, cool. So tell me about that a little bit, the writing process and and uh, you know, how you guys write together and where the influence is coming from for these songs. Yeah, uh, I feel like uh, with any any co-write, you know, you have your ups and downs, and some songs are just special. You know, they're just supernatural. They just happen super easily. Mm-hmm. And we've got a couple of those. I feel like we call each other home, which is, you know, the featured song on the album. That one was... Uh, just super fluid, really easy and, and joyful to write. And then you have some that, you know, you you work on it. It's a process. And um, I think for us, when we write, we will write together and then we'll we'll separate and then we'll we'll go and kind of get our own ideas and then come back together mm-hmm. just through the dross of the silver, so to say, and kind of refine everything. I, I noticed on the uh, some of the songs um, that there was more than just a couple instruments. When you guys play, are you playing predominantly out as a as a duo, or do you bring other musicians in? Do you have a band that you travel with? Yeah, both. We like to we like to travel with the band, and you know, not not every show um, can kind of support a band, but uh, it's. It's always fun to have more, um, like for two sides of the same coin, it has drums and bongos. And, you know, it's, it's hard to get both a drum, a drummer and a bongo to a show, to every show. It's kind of fun though. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine. Um, what, what kind of venues do you find your, yourselves in? Where do you, like, and, and audience wise, what, what do you feel like, uh, where does your audience fall? What what type of audience finds your music most? Um, it's it's been mostly uh, like just young creatives who are really interested in like just pursuing uh, 
pursuing um, like their calling in life, whether that's uh, whether that's like moving to Arkansas to we have some friends that just moved to Arkansas, but they also do a lot of marketing online and and other other friends that um, that just do uh, they do craft shows and stuff like that. It's really really fun with that but then we also find that um there's a there's a generational gap and we we find that even older people get really excited about our music and and the boomers like it too and that that gets me excited too because i'm i usually kind of expect like like the boomers they're like oh they probably won't like it because we're young or you know they're like oh the best music's already made but they they love it (laughs) And, and and they they enjoy it and they appreciate it and that's 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 like so so awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. What what does the tour look like for you guys? Are you you mentioned earlier that you guys work at a studio? Is that kind of what you would call your day job full time thing, or is that is that kind of a part time thing for you guys? Yeah, we're full time at the recording studio. It's um, we do you know custom production, and we have bands in here in and out all the time. Uh, we also work um, out of the studio. It's a sync licensing company that really does feature artists. Uh-huh. Uh, that's something that is a big passion of ours is, you know, music is starting to uh, go away, like the album and the record. People mostly just put out singles now. Um, yeah. And then they're, stre- you know, they're streaming, which is great, but then that doesn't really support the artist. So, right. so um, our our particular company, Sync Honey, is really to support artists, and you know we don't take any of the publishing for that, and and we just we really want to support them and and get music and pair it with that second passion, which is film, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And how that works for touring, um, I mean, we can take you know Sync licensing on the road and and do it where we're going and still make those connections, but I mean. Obviously, our boss understands that we're a band. He's the coolest guy ever. And yeah. so if we're going to go for sure, he's like, well, you're a musician. Do you work at a studio? Of course I'm going to support you on that. And <laughs> yeah. Like, you take some time off to go and yeah. pursue your dream. Because clearly the studio is a dream of his. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So what does it look like to, to tour with this uh, with the new CD that, that's out? Um, do you have – are you doing that now? Do you have some dates – scheduled this spring and summer what does that look like for you guys yeah we're going to travel in june we're planning on going through um through the south east uh-huh. so kind of uh um, nashville carolinas um atlanta and then hopefully we can we can go up to um north carolina and even virginia are those dates that you already have set, or, or, or is that still a work in progress? It's still a work in progress. We're we're still trying to make it make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, folks who want to hear the the first record, they want to hear the new one. We call each other home. Uh, they want to find out your tour schedule. What's the best way to to track that information down? To order your CD? To get in touch with you guys? I think the easiest is to go to the website, The Mountain Natives. Dot com, or even you can just go into iTunes or Amazon or um, basically anywhere you, you find music and you type Mountain Natives, you'll definitely find us. Um, 
as the as the first one, which is great because it used to be um, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, well, I'm glad you're coming up first. That's really cool. <laughs> well, thanks, Philip and Lauren, both of you. Uh, it was good to catch up with you and, and uh, it, uh, hear your story open up a little bit and, and learn about your music, and we certainly wish you the best, and we appreciate your time. Thank you so Thank much. You. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.